today is the nice edition of the No Martial Arts Podcast. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are immature eight-year-olds. It is the 69th episode episode of the No Martial Arts Podcast. We are only 31 away from 100. Will we make it to 100? Who only knows, because COVID is wrecking the nation, and the, now there's a strain in Brazil, and we're all going to be not dying. From the safety and comfort of Lincoln, Illinois, is Evan Williamson. Evan, have you succeeded in not yet dying? Uh, I think so. Um, sometimes I wonder, but um, I, I think I'm still alive. I do. I just wanted to make sure that we're still alive and breathing. Tough to know sometimes. Yeah. You're breaking up a lot, by the way. I am. You were for a minute there. Well, I don't So hopefully that stops. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, on this edition of the podcast, we will have big news regarding the WWE Network and the future of said network, or the lack of a future uh, of said network. We will also talk about The Undertaker. I don't know what it, Evan just has SAR and then E um, on the random of the rumor, so we'll have to ask him what the heck that is. And then a potential Royal Rumble finish that has folks do be that worried, though. On WWE, I have my notes. Evan has his. um, I did not watch it because, as Evan found out, we are recording at 10 a.m. this morning instead of 9 a.m. Because, you know what? When you have a five-day work week and your weekend is Thursday and Friday, it's genu- genuinely very difficult to figure out what day it is. Yeah. So, and then also, uh, by the way, we will do wills and shoulds for the Royal Rumble. Do they have, a, are they going to put some more people, um, probably some, probably the jobbers in Friday night, do you think? Do you know how many rumble participants we have uh from what i heard i think it was 16 for the men 12 for the women last Confirmed time i heard as of now mm-hmm. okay. should be interesting yeah and you know we'll did i i have something to uh consider when thinking of um Who's going to win the Rumble that I will talk about when we get there. Uh, am I breaking up now? Does it sound okay? I think we're good. I mean, it's, it's there. I'll, I'll let you know. Okay. Yes, there's a problem. Well, it's probably also because I'm using my uh, PS4 headset mic because my snowball, the cord in the back is bent, and I need to go see, I need to just go on Amazon and see if I can get a replacement cable. Um, probably cheap from Amazon. That's what I would think, right? Yeah, just don't get one of the name brand ones. Because I'm a stupid cable that goes in the back. Um, the little end bent, like it goes into the back of the microphone, so it just falls out. It doesn't stay there. It's mm-hmm. annoying. Um, anyway, so let's start out uh, since 
I'll be looking around places on the internet. Uh, let's start with what what is Sari? Well, before we that? started, before we start, I think that it's uh, that we should, you know, us being Western Illinois alumni, I think we should uh, remember the uh, memory of Colonel Rock the Third, who recently passed away. Rocky, uh, you know, that's something you know big for me because oh, I. Oh like... yeah, I was going to ask you afterwards if you saw that. Yeah, I mean, we did it. I mean, not we. You, you weren't a part of it, but uh, me. I did a docu- mini doc on the live mascot of. The Leathernecks and uh, yeah, award-winning by the way. Would have won more if there was a category for it too. It was a problem with all those, you know, national awards. There wasn't a really good place to put it. That's why it didn't win anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, our thoughts and prayers go to the Rosalie family and of course uh, our Leatherneck family as well. But anyway, um. They got Ray, though. Yeah, Ray. Uh, Colonel Rock the Fourth is has already, hopefully, has uh, completed his training. I would think he has. Yeah. Um, Which I mean, we don't we barely have anybody listens to this anyway? What's your favorite Colonel Rock memory? Colonel Rock memory? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I I mean, I could just... uh, I kind of liked, you know... I always liked... And I know they do it for everybody, but I liked uh, when the players, you know, came in and, you know, like... uh, uh, Petted the dog on the way... When they were announced. Uh, I always thought it was weird that only the girls did. I'm like, hey, if I was a guy playing on the basketball team, I would totally pet Rocky. (laughs) Not true. Um... And, and less, and less petting the dog is reserved for winners. Oh, oh hey, the women are winning about as much as the men anymore. Uh, um, they, got, they got in a rough spot. Um, yeah, I think Ravina should have taken that uh, that uh, A&M job. Or was it Texas Tech? He should have taken that job when he got the chance. Well, keep in mind, there's a pretty young should have taken the Purdue job, too. They're a really young team, though. That's that's one thing. Well, I know, but what I'm saying is, though, he's going to, you know, if they're never good again, he's probably going to be off some with the other on three. Because somebody else will be on them. And I feel bad because Gravina doesn't deserve to be a Western. He deserves to be at a much better place than that. One with actual money. And in a conference that didn't a bus for thirteen hours, half the conference season. Um, have you gone back to a game? No, because of COVID. Oh, or well, I guess I would. You then? I would probably go back. I mean, right I now I have a, right away, now I have a cardboard cutout in the stands, so that kind of yeah, yeah. Uh, RJ, me about that. RJ. Arson, um, who, who, by the way, is on the uh, Sports Fixins podcast, which you should go listen to. Um, RJ told me the, after one of our shows that you have a cardboard cutout in Western Hall, and I would like to ask you why in the hell you would do that. I don't know. I just thought, you know, I would be a presence. Good thing to drop $50 on? 
I don't think it was fifty dollars. I don't remember how much it was. That's what the website says. Well, yeah, but it also get it autographed by somebody, so that's cool. Yeah. And I could, and it'll be on TV and stuff, possibly. I don't know. There, there's a few perks. But again, you didn't come. Anyway, to, wrestling. Yeah, you didn't kind of hear us about our glory days in college. Um. So uh, we'll we'll start with uh, the uh, we'll go in order. We'll start with the Undertaker thing. Oh, okay. So the Undertaker had a interview. Uh, who's that guy that always taught? Joe Rogan is that his name? Yeah. Yes. 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 Uh, By the way, Joe Rogan, idiot. Well, yes, but gigantic idiot and scumbag. I I don't know enough to determine that, but um. Anyway, they had an interview. Uh, I didn't get a chance to. See, I I saw like you know some headlines like where Undertaker made that he used to take steroids or something, which a lot of people probably did. Um, but uh, uh, one thing he he said that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way was that he missed the. He says that the uh, WWE is too soft nowadays because you know you don't have you know. I don't remember exactly what he said, but something about competition and that like you know he he wanted remembered when men were men and they had you know. They brought, knives and guns to the arena, you know, to protect themselves from I assume from fans. Mm-hmm. Um. But now they're playing video games, and that rubbed uh, a lot of people the wrong way. Um, and uh, I, I can say, you know, me and you, bit huge fans of the Undertaker. He was very important to the business. But, you know, yeah. you can disagree with somebody. Yeah. And we disagree with the Undertaker on this 100%. Well, at least I do. No, I do too. Yeah. I don't think people playing video games is bad for the business. It's I think it's just be- it's new. better. Like honestly, it's better. More. Recognition- I didn't know about better because that you can you could probably draw a correlation between the rise of that and the drop of entertainment dollars being spent because, um, like the world, the wealth of everybody but the top people hasn't gone up too drastically. So the entertainment dollar has stayed kind of the same or somewhere near the same percentage, but there's a larger hunk of a certain age group being devoted now to games. So your uh, the where the entertainment dollar is being spent is changing. So therefore, less is being spent on wrestling, which I would even even the proper um, professional wrestling I would consider as part of the entertainment dollar. Like, as far as where people are spending it. Um, like, where people are spending money, that would be entertainment dollar. And less of that is available because of video games. If they didn't have to do that, if they just let them twitch. Well, you know what? Then you wouldn't have to pay for it. They, they would do it for free. Well, you know what? And I feel like a lot Vince, of them have their own equipment Vince, anyway. Vince didn't want the extra exposure. He didn't want that. If, you know, I disagreed with the ones using their, you know, using their real names. But if, um, like Adam Cole, who was in character some of the time or, you know, Adam whatever. Cole never used his real name and he was no, in No, 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 wait, 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 wait. He was in his character some more, if not most of the time, and used his in-ring name. I'm okay with that. If he didn't or if he did? 
did. Like, if if what Adam Cole did was what they would all do, I was okay with that. But he didn't use his name and entering character. I thought he did. No. He didn't? No. Oh. He, like, would mention some things, like, in passing sometimes. And, like, if he got knocked out on NXT, he would wear sunglasses and just say, like, you know, something happened. Uh, but other oh. than that, yeah. That was actually the problem was that some people were using their real names, and that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, right. That was the issue. I thought Cole was one that wasn't. No. In oh. fact, I think Zelina was the only one that actually – Zelina and Paige were the only ones – Zelina, Paige, Mia Yim, I think were the only ones that were using their names, and then they they uh, switched it. Oh, well, never mind then. Sorry, I confused my people. Um, but anyway – um, just didn't, if they would have told them to do it right, then you know you could have gotten the extra exposure. But have that. Um, you know what? Whatever they're doing is working because despite everything that looks like it isn't working, they got a nice new cozy deal from NBC. Yeah, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, uh, this one, yeah, you know, Sare, um, who is a. a a Joshi wrestler um, who was signed last year, I think, uh, is finally uh, uh, and, uh, fair play to WWE for allowing her to do stuff with other companies in Japan while she was stuck. Huh. Um, she did her final appearance on a, on a Japanese wrestling show. Um, and she will probably be making her way to the United States pretty soon. So she's finally able to make it here. And I mean, she's not as big a name. I mean, not that I'm aware of, not as big a name as, you know, definitely not as big as E or Kyrie or Asuka, but we'll, we'll see what she got. Uh huh. Um, but yeah. Uh, so looking forward to seeing what she can do. So uh, huge news, of course, the uh, WWE Network. And the United States only, let me be clear, for all our international listeners, this is only for the United States of America, um, assuming that includes Puerto Rico and, you know, Guam and some of those other American uh, Samoa or something. No, it might. It might. Um, but all WWE Network programming is going to migrate to NBC's streaming uh, platform known as Peacock. Um, uh, there are a lot of concerns all around, but you know, uh, I, I forget how five billion dollars is this? It? Uh, a bit. No, I thought it was a billion over years, me 100 million a year. Oh, I thought it was a billion over five years, right? Which to me, or a billion over five years. Well, let's take a look. Look at go look it up because to me. I heard it was a billion dollars over the next five years. I hear two hundred million, because <clears throat> that's how deals are. That's how sports contracts are worded.
I mean, I think it's more than a billion because I figure it was uh, pretty big. Oh, a streaming deal is set for five years and worth more than a billion dollars. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. All right. So, um, uh, I'll I'll tell you my concerns first, but you know, for once, uh, Michael has some a positive feeling on this, you know, because this actually benefits you a, a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is it going to benefit you? Oh, uh, I was I was waiting for you to start. Um, uh-huh. So the thing is, look, you you have a wrestling problem right now where is a gigantic sack of crap and your leadership a lot, and you got the Fox deal, you got more exposure now. With this NBC thing, it's look, here's more exposure, right? More exposure for you, more exposure, more exposure for wrestling. It's okay. More exposure for all that stuff. Now, I will say, for the love of God, if this is going to work in your favor at all, you need to fix booking because the reason suck is because booking so damn bad this is to benefit wwe in any meaningful way they have to stop with the readers they have to stop oh damn book gets somebody or maybe not a booker i don't know but jesus god Please go, buddy, who knows what the hell wrestling looks like. But I'm not, it has to be somebody from the NWA, but, you know, in the 70s or 60s when wrestling was its best, because it's a little bit different now, but I think the fundamentals still should be the same. But you, you got to do something different. You got to quit bringing TV writers who are looking for job gotta stop for to mean anything because you need because now i mean if you think about this if the wwe could get out of their own damn way and just knock this crap off with their booking and bad talent use and being horrific at i mean what is one thing wwe is good at now evan production that's it I mean, among other things, but yeah, production and apparently selling their product. <laughs> so yeah, so other than other than getting billions of dollars for no reason, and um, the heck just happened. Um, other than getting billions of dollars from companies for no good reason when your ratings suck, and you know, just having a production good quality crew, which have if you're a billion dollar company uh, a television company uh, 
you don't have anything good. Your in-ring product is crap. Absolutely crap. So I think you need to fix your in-ring product for this to work. Now, for me, this will benefit because I am in a place where I don't wish to spend that $10 a month on the internet, or on the internet, on the network. I would rather spend it on uh, McDonald's. I think it benefits me more to have a meal out to eat than to watch wrestling because I, I'm happy watching my segment on watching my stuff on YouTube. Um, and, uh, you know, like, like the pay-per-view segment. And the only thing that, that sucks about it is the pay-per-views. Cause like Mondays I can't watch anymore cause I got to go to bed for work, but I can watch it on YouTube afterwards. Um, SmackDown, same thing. Wednesdays I could watch if I could ever remember what day it is because my problem is I so often say when um, Wednesday is my Friday because it is, because that's when my weekend starts, then I confuse myself on what actually is Friday and what isn't. So I do kind of confuse myself at times, and and it's no secret that I'm not exactly in a period of wrestling interest, but... The thing with Peacock is not only do you get the people who like whatever's on there for NBC and stuff, but you also get the people who have Xfinity because all Xfinity customers have Peacock for free, which uh, is how I kind of fall under that umbrella. So, yeah, I will get to watch the pay-per-views again. And I think that starts in what, WrestleMania? Right? Um, it starts, I think, Fastlane. It's March 17th, I think. Oh, it's Fastlane. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that starts for Fastlane. So I will be able to um, to watch it. Now I will probably watch it sometime like before we go up on the air because I won't be able to watch it on a Sunday night. But you know what? But you know, still... I'll be able to watch it again, which is good for me. And again, I do legitimately feel this could be very good for them as a company if they can get it under control and they can book well and all the stuff that the, all the stuff that, uh, that, that comes with that, um, you know, and by book well, I mean have stuff that makes sense, quit doing dumb things, drama, doing good things, start doing competitive contests. You know, half your show doesn't have to be a promo or a weird backstage or I with ketchup on his nose, see Jordan on wrong week. But that's my take on that. I'm happy. I think it's. I think it could be good. I worry that it won't be because of them getting in the wrong way. All right. So, uh, like I said, I have concerns. But that's mostly, you know, anxiety talking. So, and like I said, a lot of these um, questions will probably be answered eventually. Uh, I brought down some major concerns. Is is I said, is this the end of? 24-7 WWE streaming. I think I read somewhere that they were going to have their own channel on Peacock yeah, so that like would still have... have own... Right. We'll it still will have... still exist. It will just be in the Peacock like network now, yes. I, I also have control uh, concern about streaming issues. I mean, 
you know, it's a, a something that I, you know, I'm not going to pretend to understand this, but you know, you would think that, uh, and, and you know, it could be you know bandwidth anyway, but you would think that uh, WWE Network with specifically WWE audience would be you know faster than uh, Peacock with everybody watching you know their own things plus WWE so like you know you have in the office or eventually there's probably gonna be sports on there um so like you wonder if that's gonna you know slow things down and also are they gonna have to redo all the bugs that they had to do when they started the network in the first place um I also concerned about you know eventually them doing an ESPN plus where you have to pay for your pay-per-views but as of right now it does not appear that that's happening um, I also concern about less content. You know, it's like, are the shows that they've been making are already on? Are they going to stop that? Like, are they going to stop those shows for different ones? Or are they not going to have as many episodes? You know, that's one of my major concerns. And, and also, you know, uh, less control like does this mean like can because you know WWE you know on the network right now it's like if they need to do something special they can automatically do it like oh we're gonna do you know we're gonna do a special show for India you know like they did the superstar spectacular spect- spectacle or spectacular one of those things um, which was uh, geared towards the Indian uh, Indian audience um you know, and stuff like that. And uh, also there was, you know, there's been events where they had like exclusive, you know, like when Sting debuted on Raw uh, a few years ago, they had to end up doing a special thing on the network, you know, to continue on. And I think so. Are they not going to be able to do that anymore? Um, but uh, the good thing is that they're just leasing the content. So WWE still controls everything, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, they do. <clears throat> so, um, that that's good. I, I also do have concern is this means SmackDown won't be on the network because it's Fox. And I also have concern that Fox will be, like, apparently ESPN is very upset with WWE for this. Um, well, yeah, why wouldn't they be? So I have concerns that Fox won't be as. Uh, well, if you're concerned with Fox being unhappy, I don't know why the hell they're happy now. Um, and yeah, so there, there's a lot of questions that hopefully, you know, and I'm also concerned about the setup because I kind of like this. I mean, of course, it can always improve. But I kind of like the setup with the network, you know, being able to find everything easily. And then uh, just hoping that everything switches over. Um, so, yeah, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on this um, as of right now. And I think this is going to be the uh, the main thing. Uh, the It's going to be uh, $5 uh, for, you know, regular. Um, Peacock's five bucks on its own, really? Huh? Peacock's five bucks. I think so. I didn't know that. At least that's what it says. Or if I mean, it's I mean, it's some money, obviously. Oh uh, wow! You're right. I didn't know that. And then, 
but uh, ten dollars for uh, you know ad free. When ad free means less ads, but there's still probably ads. You know how it goes. Yeah, so that was the major news. I also have concern that if this will eventually have NBC get all the WWE products, because I do not think that everybody, anybody should have that power. Well, NBC technically has had it for years, because they own USA. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they own sci-fi, too. No. Yeah, maybe. Spot sci-fi still a thing? No. I'm saying when SmackDown was on sci-fi. I know. I was just wondering if it was still a thing. Uh yep. Sci-fi is an American basic cable channel that is owned oh, by yeah, NBC. Yeah, it, it is owned by NBC. So they owned all the content anyway, it's just their subsidiaries that own the TV rights. Yeah. Um But anyway, yeah, so that's kind of our thoughts on that, I think. Mm-hmm. All right, what you got next? All right, so there's been uh, some rumblings, no pun intended, about the Royal. <laughs> that actually was unintentional when I first started saying that, but um, I'm trying to find it. There it is. There it says, I'm on Wrestling Inc., and there's some interesting backstage talk on the Men's Royal Rumble finish. And it said uh, um, that a certain thing was being discussed in very limited details, but a comment from a source indicate that this finish might not go over well with some fans. Well, does any finish ever go over with fans? He said in a quote, there's a finish that scares the death out of me. And it's legitimately getting heavy consideration. And like no other details. And I'm just thinking like Goldberg. No, but Goldberg's already in the championship match. Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> hmm? Dolph Ziggler. I don't think that would be bad, you know. Like even like, I mean, it has. To, I mean, unless they're being overly dramatic, I would think it would have to be super, super bad. Like I, I even don't think that that warrants a Brock Lesnar to scare the death out of somebody. Batista. I mean, the only thing I could like, you know, I saw somebody say something it was like, "What if Alexa Bliss enters?" Because she's being possessed by the fiend and ended up winning it all. It's oh like, my god! Like, but then some people were like, "Well, actually, that would be interesting." Type thing. The only thing that I can think of that would scare the death out of people, you know, maybe an Edge winning the Royal Rumble. But what about Lars Sullivan winning the Royal Rumble? I don't think they'd do that. But it's that was that's the only thing I can think of that would scare the death out of people. I'd like that. You would? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he could actually stay in the company for more than five minutes. And and get a mouthpiece because he should never talk again. No, no, no. He You no. dead meat, Ramsey. <laughs> 
Um, this Harry Sullivan will beat your ass. I was bullied as a kid. So I bullied them back. <laughs> it's like you if you're pro wrestling. Like, Chris Sullivan sounds like Evan if he were to be six, six foot three. Like, sounds like a drone child. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, who knows how, I mean, I. And there's also people talking about like, is it like the person that wins, or is it the way that wins that scares people to death, or is it going to be a supernatural thing? And that's what they mean by scared to death. I don't know. But uh, hopefully, we find out more information. I mean, I'm guessing, you know, that's the hype in it. You know, whatever happens, probably we'll think that that's not what it was. Um, I'm just looking at the at some of the comments on here and you know wait a minute also you know the fiend could probably win that's that's probably a concern hey what about um what about aj's guy would would that be bad though yes that would be something insanely stupid cuz when i think it scares the death of me i think wwe is going to do something incredibly stupid and having the AJ guy who you've never had in the match and never done anything before win the Rumble would be incredibly stupid. So if I'm looking, so I'm I'm hunting in my brain for incredible stupidity, which is why I said Bautista. Um, I'm hunting for incredible stupidity. And to me, um, it, doesn't he have a name now? Who? The guy. The AJ, I don't know. The, AJ's heavy. I don't know. I'm sure he does. The dude who they just now gave a name um, winning would be incredibly stupid. So. Maybe it's Jackson Riker. Oh, God. That would scare the death out of people. Yeah, it would. We will be forgotten no more. Um, maybe it's Shinsuke Nakamura. Why would that scare people? Because he's just going to de- hit what, whoever he faces in the dick. He's faced now. He doesn't do that anymore. I wish he wouldn't. Uh, Nakamura win the Rumble. AJ win one of the titles. And AJ Nakamura match actually good this time? Question mark? Could happen. You know what? That would be a good place to do a double turn without a nut shot. Somebody Do you like said, face AJ or heal AJ better? He, I like heal AJ when he's with the group. Really? Yeah. See, I like heal AJ. I think like, the like reason a group I like, or a manager type thing. I think the reason I like face AJ better is just because I really like AJ Styles and I want to root for him. It might be my problem. But um, but I like face AJ better personally. But he is very good at both. Yeah, so speculation will abound, and I'm sure we'll find out what the plan was that scared people eventually. Yeah, someday. Um, and we'll find out, you know. Some some someday it will come out that they wanted Santino Morella to come back and win the Royal Rumble. 
That would scare the hell out of people. Well, they wanted him to win the 40, the one with that Alberto Del Rio one, but... Wait, what? They wanted him to win a Rumble? Yeah. Well, the fans did. Oh. Well, no, no. No, I'm not talking about fans. I'm talking about the actual company. Huh? Fans want dumb things sometimes. Maybe maybe with, you know, their, their special Indian shows they're doing now, they're going to go back with Jinder Mahal, too. Are they going to have Mansoor win it? Mansur's not Indian. He's he's Saudi Arabian. Oh, I thought that's what you meant. No, it's they're trying to get into the Indian market. They're gonna. I mean, even though he's well, they not... already did that with Jinder's title reign. Yeah, but it didn't work. So now they're gonna try again. <laughs> you know, Brazil is another burgeoning market. Who's the Brazilian that they're going to make champion? Do they have any Brazilians? No, but I'm. That's what I'm saying. Who are they going to have put on a Brazilian makeup and wear beads and try and make them champion? I just found out today that Marina Shafir was Mondovian or something, you know, up by Romania. Really? So I, that was interesting. Yeah, she was born in uh, born in the Soviet Union. Hmm. I think you probably mean Moldovia, but... That's, that's what I meant. We'll ignore what... We'll ignore Mondovia. I got a D in geography. Yeah, really. I just learned that this place exists. Give me a break. <laughs> hey, what'd you get in uh, English? English? I got an A. Oh, you should have gotten a little lower than that. Actually, English was my best subject. You know, when I took, you know, the prerequisite tests? Right. I got like a 99 or something on my English. Huh. Got like 50 for math, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, I got like a 36 on my reading and a 32 on my English ACT, and then I got like a 20 on the math. So my score was a 26 and not a 30. And then I took it again because for some reason I thought that if I if I sucked at math while I was in the class, um, I would be better at it when I wasn't in a class. So, yeah, it did worse the second time. I think I got a 21 on my ACT. Highest in the SPED class, so. I, there was a, when I took mine, there was a guy who, who um, wrote his name down. And, like, if, on the ACT, if you write your name down, you get a 13. He got every question wrong. He filled them all out. He got every question wrong and got a 13. Hmm. Hate to see it. Yeah. Right. Anyway, enough about yeah. our ACT yeah. score. Well, I was talking about my college prerequisite, but uh, oh. Moving on to double double E, Smackdown. Uh, you you know go through the little vods and stuff. Uh, not for Smackdown, no, because I know you you cover that. Right. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't remember a lot from it. So. Uh, during the uh, the night, uh, Sami Zayn happened to uh, protest. Uh, he uh, he handcuffed himself to the to the guardrail and held up signs, you know, throughout Why? most of the show uh, because he felt he was wronged. It was oh. part of his documentary that I really hope they actually release. 
he's doing an expose on the on the treatment he's been given. Um, oh lord! And uh, they they had that you know he was. Uh, I believe he came out after the or during the uh, women's tag match with. Oscar and Charlotte versus the Riot Squad, where once again Billy Kay accidentally costs um, the Riot Squad the match, and then they bullied poor Billy Kay by kicking her out, saying "Nobody likes you" type thing. It was sad. Even told her to add like "loser" or something to their resume or something like that. Ooh, were the faces again? <laughs> Hey everybody, I've got a plan. We're gonna break up Billy Kay and Peyton Rice and then put Peyton in tag team. And leave Billy Kay on her own because we apparently hate her for no reason. Um Cesaro cut a promo. Where he ended up facing? Gosh, I don't even remember who he faced. I am my my short term. I guess this is more long term. Just terrible. Um, I I thought Cesaro was face, and I he might be. I don't know. I, it was hard to tell this last week. Um, well, it's hard to tell whose faces and heels in there anyway. That's true. Um. I am sitting for a smackdown. One, <clears throat> one of the many reasons to not watch AEW, because then you'd really have no idea. You think you'd loot clueless now? Just watch that version, that television schizophrenia. Oh, by the way, I should mention that. Uh... Paul Heyman challenged Adam Pearce to a match, but you know, you, you knew how that was probably going to go. Yeah, really. Didn't Adam Pearce wrestle in Ring of Honor? Yeah. That's what I thought. I couldn't, I thought it was Ring of Honor, but I wasn't sure. Oh, Cesaro faced off Ziggler, and Cesaro ended up winning. It was just a pretty good match. Um,. Uh, another good match, which surprisingly was uh, Sasha Banks versus Reginald. You know, uh, you know, uh, Carmella's manservant or whatever. No. Carmella has a manservant or something. Probably not manservant because that probably wouldn't be politically correct. Mm-hmm. She has a helper or something named Reginald, which is a great name, by the way. Reginald is an awesome name. And he's, like, super athletic. Like, this guy needs to be in 205 Live or something. He ended up facing Sasha Banks in a pretty good match, you know, for what it was. You know, very... Um, I thought they worked really well together. Um, a couple of pretty good spots. And uh, Sasha Banks, of course, ended up beating him. Then you had the hyped-up Intercontinental Championship match, which probably could have been the best one on the show, but, you know, WWE happened. Apollo Crews versus Big E. And it was at that moment where Sami Zayn uncuffed himself from the guardrail, guardrail and Kaluva kicked both Big E and, and Apollo Crews. Oh, of course. Um, by the way, apparently Sonya Deville is like an authority figure on SmackDown somehow. 
Oh, hey, by the way, you know how I was just talking about earlier the stupid crap? That, that is what I mean. Like, I, I don't understand, or not that I don't understand, I don't see how you would grow new people if you keep doing that. Like, you know, you read on the internet about this wrestling thing that you found on NBC and like, hey, you know, maybe you figure out that, or maybe you look and you see and you look at Apollo Crews and you go, hey, this guy looks good. And then you see a little bit of their match and you think, oh, I kind of like this kind of thing. And then the guy uncuffs himself and that he could have done all night. And then he does, you know, like then they WWE it up and you're like, nope, I'm done. Well, at least it was it, it made sense in the story, but. Oh, yeah, but like it's not good because he doesn't think they're the legitimate intercontinental champions anyway. No. Um, but like I said, Sonya Deville somehow is is a authority figure on SmackDown. Um, Montez Ford and Dez um, were uh, giving her a gift basket, you know, to. Uh, get into her good graces or whatever, and then uh, mm-hmm. um, asked her why they haven't gotten their tag team rematch yet. And she said because Ford is still hurt, and, which is probably legit. And she said as soon as they, as he heals up in the next couple of weeks, then you'll get your shot. Uh-huh. So uh, another thing to look forward to, but... Here we go. The uh, Obstacle Course Challenge. And I encourage you to watch this, Michael, because it was fantastic. Oh, no. So you had Bianca Belair and uh, and uh, Bailey for doing... doing, And, and here's the uh, what the Obstacle Course uh, was in time. So it started with a 400-pound tire that you had to, uh, you know pick up and you know roll once or whatever um then they had like little tiny hurdles you know where you could just easily you know i don't know how you would describe them would they be like football hurdles or something the ones that are like ankle high the speed hurdles yeah yeah it's just for footwork yeah so she is she went through that okay Um, i i i am turning this on right now i'm getting severe ptsd to nxt oh yeah I'm getting severe Titus O'Neil on XT PTSD. But this one is actually good. So, um, she she does that. Then she, they have the military walls or whatever, and she just um, walks around them because apparently there's no rules in this. The, then she had Chad Gable. She uh, did the fireman carry Chad Gable, and then she uh, had to. Uh, Shoot a basketball to make make it, and she ended up getting uh, um, end up uh, getting the at uh, minute twelve, and then it was Bianca Belair's turn, and of course you know Bailey the dastardly heel uh, had her had people do things and. So they removed the speed, what the speed hurdles, as you call them, or yeah. what they actually are, and put in legit hurdles. Um, uh, 
And, you know, Bianca is a, a track and field star. And she did that. She, you know, flawlessly went, did the, uh, did the, did the hurdles. Then she did the, uh, the uh, military walls and was able, you know, to go over them with ease. And then Chad Gable kind of went heavy for a second. And he's like, no, you're not going to pick me up. You're going to pick this guy. And here is Otis. Oh, yeah. She has to pick up Otis. And uh, who knows how, I mean, it's probably. Now, I know that the fireman's carry is designed to pick up people that are twice your size. But that's still impressive. Bianca Belair. Uh, carried Otis, you know, however many feet to the finish line that she was supposed to, and then she she goes in, grabs a basketball, and then she offers to have Bailey uh, try to um, guard her, you know. And uh, Bianca proceeded to break uh, Bailey's ankles and dunk the basketball, and with uh, 17 seconds left, so. And then, well, uh, it wasn't it wasn't really an ankle breaker as much as a very poorly acted self ankle ankle breaker by Bailey, because that was a horrible crossover. Well, uh, she's that, a track star, not a basketball player. <laughs> that, that crossover was not very good at all, and full weight forward is not going to do you any favors either. I mean that, uh, that that was that was pretty much a comedy spot right there. But. Right. So there was there was also also the the defender who was supposedly going for the ball also uh, took the outside hand and slapped Bianca in the chest for no reason, which would have been a foul, uh, and very clearly had both hands near the ball as Bianca widened both arms to do a giant horrific crossover, at which point Bailey fell over herself. Um, for no reason, because both feet were on the ground when she was slapping, doing nothing, fouling twice, and then when Bianca did the her- a horrific crossover with no speed or flash at all, Bailey suddenly leapt to her feet and fell to the ground. The dunk was kind of nice, though. Yeah. I think it was an eight-foot rim, but uh, nice two-hand gathering. Oh, still impressive. It, it sent a message. And then uh, Bailey ended up beating up Bianca at the end yeah. of that. And I will say this. After watching this, you know, I always thought Bianca was impressive, but it was like I became a huge fan of Bianca right here. Well, the, well, hang on. This is where reality, where I bring you reality. Oh. Um this makes me less of a fan of Bianca for participating in this piece of trash. Because this is the exact kind of crap that is going to get you absolutely nothing out of this NBC deal. Because people are going to watch this and go, if I wanted to watch Barnum and Bailey's Circus, I'd go watch that. I think everybody was impressed. If I wanted I mean, to she, go watch basketball, Fireman carried like a 500-pound man. If I wanted to go watch American Ninja Warrior, I'd go watch that. I'm here to check out this wrestling thing that I remember for the 90s, or I've seen Cold Stole Steve Austin. Well, they did this in the 90s. You have 250-pound people. The Otis, the, the only impressive thing about this is Otis. This makes Bay look like crap. Because... 
Did you see how much well, Chad Gable now, is impressive too? Did you see struggled Chad Gable? But she mainly lifts up like hasn't she lifted up Nia for a Bailey to Belly? Okay, uh, really, Bailey isn't. I mean, that's not. I wouldn't. I know, but she can handle that weight. Like she's stronger than that. She struggled yeah. with Chad Gable. I mean, yeah, but, you know, this was a that, heel, but heel fodder. Uh, by the way, Otis is 330 pounds or 150 kilograms for our international audience. And uh, Chad Gable, Chad Gable's pretty big. He's 202 pounds, 92 kilograms for our international audience. So it's still impressive. Sure. But I think this was mostly to show, like, um, you know, it's something to do, you know, right before, you know, because there's not really anything you're they're doing until after the Rumble, you know, when, when, uh, the road to WrestleMania starts and you start can get your storylines going. So it's just some, a little tied over type thing. But um, you, you were able to show, you know, Bailey, you know, doing good character work. But you also see how impressive, um, you know, not too many people can like. How, how, about a beat, how about a beat the clock challenge? I mean, it kind of was. I know, but how about a real one? How about I mean how about, little... how about Bailey takes a jobber and messes with her and beats her in a minute and then um Bianca Belair takes say Natalia or one of one of you or Alicia Fox or somebody who's, who's a Bell. established wrestler. Well, I'm just saying like somebody like that, like what would be what now it would be Ruby Riot saying. It's Tamina. Tamina, there you go. Yeah, yeah, that that would work because of the heel thing. So Bailey takes some jobber and like jobber generic trunks and messes with them and beats them in a minute and a half. And then Bianca gets Tamina and smashes Tamina, but there's some screwing around and and Bianca only Bianca beats the clock and and beats Bailey in her challenge by like one second or something. So, because of heel tactics, but should it be there sooner? Like, so you have the heel thing, and you have, oh, no, the heel messed around and didn't have concentration, and is too arrogant and uh, and lost this challenge because of it. I wonder if they will be too arrogant when we get to the match on pay-per-view and look at Bianca, who was really focused and really good. Wow, you know, Bailey beat up this, this jobber that was smaller than her in every way, and, and Bianca you know, beat this gigantic uh, woman that was much bigger than her and is massive and, you know, is massive in size. Like, oh, look how impressive this is. But instead, you do a stupid optical cord for stupid walls, stupid hurdles, and a really shitty-looking basketball play. I was impressed. I always count on Michael to bring us back down to Earth. Yeah. But for everybody else, I saw no complaints. Uh, but yeah, because like it, it showcased her athletic skills. Yeah. Now, now she but I does. Don't, I now... don't give a damn. She's wrestling. I want to see her wrestling skills. I want to see. I want to see why in a wrestling ring that this face is gonna over. If you're gonna like do something like that, I want to see it in a wrestling ring. Why this person is better than this person? I don't. I don't want to see that. That. Uh, you know, I don't want to see that Bianca Belair can is good at track. I want to see that Bianca Belair is good at wrestling and is better at wrestling than this other person. 
or whatever. All right. Uh, <clears throat> well, yeah, hopefully, I mean, uh, Bianca already had a impressive showing at the Royal Rumble last year, so hopefully this year she has a, a even better performance, you know. Still on the fence of whether I think she should win or not, but we'll get to that when we get to the woulds and shoulds. Um, after that, that was pretty much it. I mean, they had the uh, Paul Heyman pretended to hurt himself uh, against Adam Pearce, so then uh, Roman Reigns ended up getting, you know, cards subject to change, and they kind of call back from before. Then uh, Roman Reigns almost beat the crap out of Adam Pearce until Kevin Owens returned, and resulted and Kevin Owens ended up putting him through a table, you know, going over, at least for the time being. So, you know, I mean, kind of a week early, but, you know, this kind of means that, you know, we already knew where Roman Reigns was probably going to win. Now, that's pretty much all for SmackDown. Uh, you have things from Raw? Yeah, I do. Um, I've got some things. I watched the, 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 the vibe, the video on demand version of... Uh, of Monday Night Raw, so um, a couple of segments I do want to point out uh, from Raw, um, at least that uh, interested me. Um, why they suddenly are doing with Retribution that they should have done months ago, I will never know, or you know, at least part of what they should have been doing with Retribution months ago. Where here's, here, you know, here's little Xavier Woods. He I will say match. this, though, before you go on to your yeah. spiel. I mean, obviously this wasn't planned, but the fact that they're using, like, the what happened with Kobe Kingston and, and Ali, you know, where Kobe Kingston got all of his opportunities based on an injury from Ali, like... Right. What happened to Kofi, you know, probably wouldn't have gone that far, but was supposed to happen to Ali. Um, but, you know, to a lesser extent. So now Kofi has his jaw broken, and Ali set, takes his place in the Royal Rumble. Um, so, you know, the the story there, like, works. And it's like, and like, it also, like, even though this wasn't designed this way, it kind of brilliantly makes the story make sense and kind of justifies a lot of things. See, here's the thing. If they wouldn't have sucked at this for so long, you could easily have a scenario on the fly where Mustafa Ali wins the Rumble and it would have made sense. And it, it would have been great opportune booking. But because Retribution has been so horrid for so long, and you're just now doing what you should have been doing them with them right off the bat. You don't have that option because you suck at booking and actually putting on a good product. So, and the question is, where are all those other members of Retribution? You know, they have right. like the fifty of them that now it's just five guys. Um, Xavier Woods has matched with Slapjack, which devolves into them just who's reading... Slapjack again? Uh, I think uh, Dio Madden. I think. No, he was Mace, I thought. Okay, well, then I don't know. Maybe it's... I th is it uh, Shane Thorne? I don't know. Let's take a look. Uh, Slapjack is Shane Thorne, yes. Okay, so... Match Shane Thorne basically devolves into a beat-em-up of Xavier Woods. 
And Mustafa Ali was going to conk Woods over the head with a chair and instead cut a uh, cut a promo on him. And then that's like they went to break out of that. So, again, like like uh, lower down guy, Xavier Woods, part of a faction. So you could lead to them conquering a bigger fish. You should have been doing this six months ago instead of now. I wouldn't necessarily call the New Day a lower lower team, but Xavier Woods is the lowest member. That's fair. So you could go to Kofi. I mean, it, say like they were together, like you could have like <clears throat> what they should have been doing months. Hi. Hello. Can you hear Hi. Me? Hello. I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, I ripped the uh, headset out of my head, or I ripped the cord off, and then it didn't like it when I plugged it back in. You can hear me now. Yeah, you're getting okay. too passionate. Yeah. No. Well, no. I just wanted to uh, to stand up because I go in between like seated in chair and then I kind of stand up at my island sometimes. Yeah. Um. So I went to go to standing up and my cord is very long and it was like wrapped around my legs, so I ripped it out of the computer and of my headset. So anyway, um. Again, like you know, what they could have been doing months ago was like get to Xavier Woods, and then Kofi gets upset about it, and it's like, or or maybe maybe Biggie, um, whichever way it would have been, but you know, hey, Kofi gets you know they're beating up on Xavier, so Kofi gets involved, and Biggie gets involved, and then uh, eventually Retribution would go over the unit of the New Day. Remember, Xavier Woods came back as soon as they got. Uh... A good build, but instead they got crapped on for their first six months of existence. They're basically useless now, and now you finally start doing what you should have been doing the whole time. Remember, Xavier Woods and Kofi were out for a lot of that, so, or what you or how you should have started, I guess. Because if they did this for six months, it would get old. But like, you finally started how you you finally are like basically not finishing them, but you're you're doing midway through their run what you should have done at the start. Um, we also had another very interesting segment on this show. That was, do you remember from years ago? Ah, yes. When Triple H was teaching Trish Stratus how to do wrestling moves. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was going to show her a pump handle slam. And then Stephanie McMahon walked in. Do you remember that? I thought he meant the other pump handle slam. Um, yes. Yes, I do. Are you not hearing me? Hello? So, uh, hey, can you hear me again? I can hear you, but can you hear me? Okay, well, no, I couldn't for a little while, and then I was trying to figure out why. Okay, now I can hear you. Um, okay, what well, you, you, you missed my good joke. I, I no, said did, we, did you? I said, I said, you said she, he was teaching her the pump handle slam, and I said Stephanie comes in and thought he was teaching her the other pump handle slam? Right, right, right. Um, and the, they did that with Rick Fair, Flair and Lacey Evans. Yeah. Except Lacey didn't bend over. Oh, thank God. Hey, hey, by the way, by the way, number one, guess what the number one comment on that video was? I was probably talking about that Triple H. Uh, now, teacher, I, I wonder if he showed her the pump handle slam. Hmm. 
Um, but yeah, so he was showing, basically showing Lacey how to get out of a hammerlock. And um, was doing holds and stuff, and then Rick wrapped his arms around her waist, and they were practicing, and then Charlotte happened to walk in at that exact moment. This is this is a gross storyline. Good it's God. Ter- it's terrible. Ew. It's a disservice to everybody. Ew. It's a disservice to Charlotte. It's a disservice. Well, no, Rick, Rick probably gets his jollies with Lacey, so it's probably not a disservice to Rick. I mean, he gets, it gets, I mean, I'd like to think he, Ric Flair is a better person than he used to be, and he is, um, uh, but I'm, I'm sure he, he enjoys the uh, opportunity to spend time with everybody. Well, yeah, that could be too. Um, I also think it's a horrible disservice to Lacey. Yes. And the end, the end here, like Rick is with Lacey, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the horrible end where after Rick and Charlotte talk, Lacey comes in with the woman's right and punches Charlotte out, which is still just the worst finisher of any. Other than the Bailey to Bailey, it's the worst finisher um, in the women's division. Because um, she's not even that big. And then poor Rick is trying to check on his daughter. Have you seen Lacey, her arm? She's huge. And L- Lacey pulling Rick away, and it's just kind of awful. It's just kind of sad. Yeah. Terrible. Hey, speaking of sad and terrible, the final thing I'm going to talk about, because nothing on this show, nothing else on the show was worth my time, was uh, Oscar Bliss, or (laughs) Alexa Bliss and Oscar for the Wild Women's title. And I was very interested to see what the hell this was. Uh, By the way, there was a... uh, uh, kind of deranged and weird, but still nice pre-match promo by Alexa um, earlier in the show. So Asuka and Alexa, you know, doing Asuka and Alexa things, putting on the kind of match that you would probably expect from them. And then uh, Asuka started, er, Asuka was really getting it done with Alexa. And Alexa was just crying, laying in the corner of the ring at the turnbuckle. Because she turned into her, not original form, but to the old Alexa Bliss, right? Well, no, she was already the old Alexa Bliss. Right. And then Asuka came over and was like, oh no, what's wrong? And Bliss uh, toe-dragged her into the middle turnbuckle. So they, they basically protected Asuka from just standing there as the lights were going out. So then... Asuka was in the corner recovering. Alexa went into the other corner. The lights slowly went out. They came back, and Alexa was in the fiend pose in the corner, you know, with the with the hands on the ropes and, and tilted back. Doesn't look nearly as cool. The the exorcist thing? Yes, doesn't look as nearly as cool on somebody who isn't Bray Wyatt, by the way. <laughs> or somebody that looks like they could do that anyway. Right. It just it doesn't look nearly as cool. Um, Alexa now has overalls on, so costume change. Was she the was she the fiend version, or was she the 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 I don't want to say schoolgirl version, but no, 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 or, it was the I consider this the fiend version. Okay, so with the with the with the makeup and stuff. Right, right. So now she's impervious to attack, basically, mm-hmm. and she's got her hands behind her back, and she's attacking. Uh, Oscar's attacking, but she's deflecting them away. Um, 
and then Asuka does get some offense in on. Like, it, big kick to the head, but Alexa shakes it off. Asuka goes for the Asuka lock, but winds up shaking it off. And this was actually kind of interesting. Um, Asuka had a headlock from behind, and Alexa wrestled the arm off, and then out of absolutely nowhere went to the mandible claw. Which, if it didn't make Asuka look weaker than she was, it was actually kind of interesting. I mean, the mandible claw, I mean, this is the type of move that took out the Undertaker, so I wouldn't say... No, 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 but I'm saying how how they did it, like how Asuka just kind of relinquished the hold. I mean, they did it the best they could, but Asuka... Like she had like, a hold on you, and then she got the go mandible claw. If you go watch it, it's, it's at uh, 2.15 in the video. Right, so well. she's got the chin lock. Alexa rips the arm off. She, she pulls the arm off she the rips chin. Rips the arm off. Whoa. Yeah, pulls the arm off the chin. And then Asuka sits there for a good five seconds with her mouth open on Alexa's shoulder, waiting for Alexa to do it. Like, it, it, it um, I think Alexa was slow to this. It, it kind of. Made Asuka, and they had the tightest shot of this they possibly could, which made Asuka look kind of silly for just sitting there with her mouth agape waiting. Um, oh, what what episode? I mean, what episode? What what time did you say this was? Two fifteen. Two uh, fifteen is when she's got the uh, when she's got the chin lock. She's got the chin. Alexa. Pulls off the hand with some strength, and then Oscar just kind of sits there with her mouth open, and lets Alexa get control of the head, and then does the mandible claw. Like it just doesn't look the greatest because it wasn't. It does. It's not fast enough. I mean, yeah, it did look a little slow. But, yeah, it but, was slow. But you know, theoretically, Oscar would be stronger than Alexa, so that would merit the right. slowness. Well, no, but but the problem with that is Asuka's just waiting there. Like, in theory, Asuka would be able to go for the arm and stop it from coming over the head. Because, like, if you go look at any other normal match, you know, somebody gets a chin lock, breaks it, and then um, even if the person who's in Alexa's position in this case... Gets it, they just slam the arm right back or try and do something off of that to prevent uh, the Alexa person from doing anything. But Asuka just kind of gives her a hug and waits for the Mandible Claw. So anyway, so they're in the Mandible Claw spot. Alexa is going to choke out Asuka and win, but uh uh-oh. Uh-oh, it's it's Randy Orton from Home Alone. He doesn't look like he has burns. He looks like his chi- one of his children spilled SpaghettiOs on his face. I was thinking more of, you know, when I saw a picture, uh, he looks more like he got hit in the face with an iron. Um, I-, I know you probably have never seen Home Alone. Um, yeah, but that, but that would be at least a burn. This looks like, like scrubbed in ketchup or marinara sauce. Have you seen Home Alone? Yes. Oh, my gosh. We, let, write this down, ladies and gentlemen. Michael has seen a movie. Oh, shut up. It's Home Alone. I I say the same thing when I say it's the Lion King. It's Space Jam. Um. So anyway, it's so, the Santa Claus. Um, so Ketchup Boy, with the most three most devastating letters, um, or the three most devastating, yeah, 
the three most devastating syllables in all of WWE, tomato. Tomato walks out into the ring. Alexa knows he's there, turns around. Randy grabs Alexa. Boom! RKO to Alexa Bliss. I guess we're, I guess Eric Bischoff is booking now. And then as we go to black, uh, Tomato Boy is staring at his prey. And black. So you were having a good match. You did Alexa do the transformation. Asuka waited for kind of a slow thing, but whatever, it would have been fine. And then here comes Mr. Tomato Face. Yay! We can't actually have a match without a stupid finish. You know, now, I was. I'm not saying it doesn't make sense that Randy cost Alexa the match, but I think you could have just let the match go without Randy RKO- RKOing a woman. Uh, he's he's a possessed or whatever. I also would like to know. Here's the thing: if you can have fans, let's say next week the 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 FDA says, "Hey, well, there's enough vaccines; you can have fans back." WWE has to cancel so many storylines. They are not storylines; has to cancel so much time that they have booked. Like they are booking this like fans will never come back because there are so many damn wardrobe changes. Well, yeah, I mean, they're 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 small, they're smaller pre-taped segments, but of course you couldn't do that live. No, like you couldn't do Alexa changing wardrobe live. Yeah, I mean, those I have seen some theater work that is impressive, but you know, you don't have the benefit of having a curtain or or whatever. You know, and, and if that was live, they might not have somebody to you know, um, spread more ketchup on Randy's face when he's doing the slithering thing. Yeah, if it was live, they wouldn't be doing a lot of the supernatural stuff. No. Um, The, you know, they they wouldn't have the ketchup. Imagine if they were actually outdoors in Florida, you know, like at WrestleMania, that ketchup would just come right off his face. But that's one thing that I never thought I wouldn't like about WWE is, like, the makeup department, the production people, the cosmetics crew, blah, blah, blah. But that looks like crap. It looks like ketchup. Um, I will say this, and I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You, know, I, I, you know, I'm enjoying some of the stuff with Alexa Bliss and stuff, but I was more compelled with the storyline of Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and The Fiend than I am of this Randy Orton stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully they still do the Nikki Cross thing, but I... Because Nikki should have been with The Fiend the whole goddamn time. Yeah, should have been teaming up with Alexa and The Fiend. Um, and, they, and they just left money on the table if they end up not doing that. Um, yep. Uh, I, I do say that. I, I know we're not... I mean, we're pretty much done with Raw anyway. Go a little bit in AST, but where I was at for the Royal Rumble, I am looking forward to, uh, or hoping that they do a Mandy Rose Otis thing. You know, where they're seeing each other for the first time since they were separated. Mm-hmm. Unless they forgot that they were dating, I don't know. Um, they forgot he was a credible champion, uh, credible to be a champion. <laughs> all right. Well, um, go ahead and go into. I didn't watch any of NXT, and I woke up too late today to catch up. 
So did you catch up by XCL? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it was it was pretty much you know the the Dusty Roads classic continued. Um, excuse me. Um, I'm just gonna look at you know the results real quick. So you had the uh, Dusty Roads. You had. I actually didn't have to scroll so much. So you had MSK versus Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. MSK is the people that came from Impact, right? I think. Weren't they the Rascals or Young Rascals or something like that? Uh, uh, MSK ended up winning. I have no idea who the hell they are. Um, you had Jesse Kamiya, Kamiya and Aaliyah versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And, of course, Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai won. Uh, By the way, Tyler Rust versus a Jobber and Tyler Rust, hey, won, of course. Hmm? I saw this point made um, earlier this week and kind of on last weekend. Um, I know why it's called the Dusty Rose Tag Classic, like the like the women's version. It's because it's the men's ver. It's the men's Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic, but with women. Yeah. But if you're trying to do the whole, hey, here's the women thing, I don't, I mean, you couldn't have named it after somebody else. Like, when you think of women's tag team wrestling, you sure think of Dusty Rhodes, right? Well, to be fair, when you think of tag team wrestling, you don't really think of Dusty Rhodes either, but. Well, no, but it's something honoring Dusty. Yeah, and I mean, it was, still is. And he was in tag teams for. A good part of his career, and always did like tag team divisions. So, and and made sure his tag team divisions were good. So I see why. I see why it's called the Dusty Classic Men's Version, but the Women's Version I think could be maybe named after somebody else. Uh. You have Leon Ruff and Kushida versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Blah. And the Grizzled Young Veterans end up winning. That's a good pile of bad right there. Tony Storm looks like she's probably going to be next in line for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, uh, uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott took on Bronson Reed, and Bronson Reed won. Then you had Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly taking on Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. And uh, Balor and O'Reilly won. And the show ended with the Undisputed Era coming to save, to rescue them. And they all, you know, celebrated while they were taunted by the heels. Uh, apparently, Bobby Fish is hurt again. So. Really? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Did he tore bicep or something? Oh boy. So yeah, that that pretty much does it for NXT. Um, so now, are you ready for the Royal Rumble? Let me see if I can find a card. Because sure. I don't know about you, I have no idea what's supposed to go on. I mean, it's possible that there's only four matches, but. So you can go on Wikipedia while I look at uh, our friends at Wrestling Inc.
Five matches, that's it? Well, Royal Rumble is always... Well, I mean, you, you forget. There's two matches that are going to be hour long. I know. I mean, I remember, I believe it was 2007's Royal Rumble where they only had four matches. They had the three title matches, you know, ECW World Championship, WWE Championship, and the World Heavyweight Championship. And then they had uh, the Royal Rumble. So I have... I also have five matches on here. Why don't you start? Okay. So uh, since it is... um, since it is Royal Rumble, we're going to, I mean, even though they're probably going to, you know, spread them out equally, uh, we're going to do the other matches before the Royal Rumble. So I guess we'll start with the uh, going top down. Uh, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. This is easy. Uh, Goldberg. This I mean, not Goldberg. Wow, Drew McIntyre will and should. This better be easy. Yeah. McIntyre will and should better be I don't trust them. Uh, Universal Championship, last man standing, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Uh, Roman Reigns, Will and Should. Yeah, I mean, I don't look. I <laughs> Kevin Owens was just brought here as fodder um, for for the new Roman Reigns. Um, I got a question for you. What? When do you think they stop? Like. Um, where is the end of New Roman Reigns? It's not WrestleMania. I think he loses the title at Mania, but he'll probably do other things. I think that this character has been going over really well, so he'll probably you stay. He loses, you think he loses his title at this one? This, one? this WrestleMania? Yeah, I don't think... I think that he... Really? I think so. Why? I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, he's been champion since August, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they don't have anybody built up to do it. I mean, they need to have... I mean, you know, if uh, all goes according to what should be the plan, Big E should be the one to do it, but... um, Yeah, I don't know. All right. Um, okay, the, I uh, guess Big E, yeah... But are they, but is he, well, he. What? Did you pause the plug again? Oh, sorry, I was on mute. I must have clicked my mouse by accident. Can you hear me? Yeah. If you're saying that your, that your um, WrestleMania pick for. Like over Roman is um, Big E, then your Rumble pick has to be Big E. Yeah, I mean, because how else are you going to get him there? Well, there's two champions, so there's always there's always like remember, Kofi didn't win the Royal Rumble; he won like a bunch of other things. Yeah. So you know that's kind of where you like like what's better, getting the championship based on the Royal Rumble. Or earning it. I mean, you're earning it either way. I mean, it's impressive against 29. I, I, I'd rather have Big E, like, Hulk out in the Rumble. 
Okay. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, we're gonna get to that, you know, with the rumble matches because I, I mean, the women's one is gonna be interesting. As far as yeah, I have no idea what you do. Um. So uh, the women's tag team titles are on the line: Oscar and Charlotte versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler. I honestly think Nia Jackson, Shayna will and should. I but I don't. I mean, yeah, they they probably should, but. If you gave Oscar and Charlotte the titles in the first place, there's nothing different that leads to them losing it now. Other than you're just taking it off of them because Charlotte is too busy with Lacey and Rick, and um, Oscar is just too busy with Alexa. But if you were doing that, then why do they have titles to begin with? I don't know. Like I just, I, I don't. Really, the Lana should have been a part. Like of I us. don't think there was as big an opportunity missed as um, Charlotte going down to NXT last year. But the Oscar and Charlotte title are now like like keep in mind when I talked about Raw, I talked about Oscar and Charlotte. At no nothing I saw anyway. At no point was it mentioned, at least in what I watched, that they were the tag champs. Now, again, I will say I could not watch the show because I needed to go to bed and get up at 3 a.m. the next day. And I'm on, the, I'm on East Coast time now, so I go to bed and start winding down at 8 o'clock so I can hopefully get to sleep by 9 and get my six get my minimum six hours, basically. Because um, I find anything under six, and I, anything under six, and I'm kind of screwed the next day because I'm just horrifically tired. Um so that's when Raw starts, so I can watch it. So I can only watch the VOD afterwards or take three hours of some afternoon to watch it on Hulu. And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't want to do that. Not with how Raw is currently, but they don't really mention they're the tag champ to us. I guess Nia and Shayna kind of have to win it because they just kind of... I feel like if you had 10 WWE fans and you said, hey, who's the women's tag champs? And they might think it's Nia and Shayna anyway. Like, I... You know, I, I I don't I just don't get what they're doing there. I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why. I don't understand. Well, not how, but you know what I mean. Like it, it feels like Rhea Ripley in, in Charlotte. It's like, wow, you know why why? If you were gonna do this in the end, then why did you do it? Because if you'll remember, when they were starting with the Charlotte and Rhea Ripley thing and um, EO yeah EO we were like oh you know this will really elevate the division this will be good for NXT and it it wasn't so I never felt that about this but I figured you know they will be something and you know this will be good somehow, maybe. Perhaps they'll do a good job. No, they didn't. This was this really didn't work out for anybody. And again, I guess it should be would I guess it's well and should. I suppose. I don't like like my thing is what's the reason to continue on with Oscar and Charlotte? I mean, I do have some concerns that, you know, 
Asuka's going to be fodder for the eventual Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte for the championship, maybe at this year's WrestleMania, where Rhea Ripley gets her, her revenge. Rhea better go win a Rumble, then. I don't... I don't think she. I don't. I don't think the story would warrant a rumble win. Or we need to start this soon. Yeah. Dude, Charlotte's with Lacey now. Yeah, I know. So you need to get. You need to set them. So you would need to set them on a collision course, and that collision course would be the rumble. Um, but do you want to use your one get out of booking free card on that? I don't think so. Like I said, there's a lot of lot of different things that can happen. Um, really, I think you know. Anyway, whoever wins, I think you know the titles should go to either. Uh, I mean, I would prefer Mandy Rose and uh, Dana Brooke, um, or the Riot Squad, or even a team on NXT. Just give them to a real tag team. Yeah. Or have uh, Nikki Cross end up joining back up with Alexa Bliss and have them win it. And that would be great. Or, here's another one, you never should have broken up the damn Iconics. That's true, too. Because now you don't have anybody to do frickin' title matches. Like what everybody said the problem was going to be breaking up the Iconics. I mean, apparently Tamina and Natalia are the (laughs) team now, but... Why the hell do I want to watch that? They have like 20 years of experience between the two, probably. Yeah, how many jobs do they have between the two? 20 years? I mean... They need to do the um, Natalia refresh, where where they refresh, or Tamina. They need to do the thing where they refresh their credibility a little bit. Like maybe Tamina and Natalia can win the tag champs and and have a defense against somebody so they can remind you that they were actually good at well Tamina wasn't, but remind you that Natalia's good. Because I think I think people have forgotten because she's been god awful for so long at this point. And I'm not saying Natalia should be on top. I think Natalia's probably what she should be doing, but every once in a while you should Drop a little reminder that hey, this person did used to be good. So. Well, she did beat Bailey a few weeks ago. So there's a little refresher, but I think a title would do a little more for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just a a a, a you know a one or two and done tag title run would refresh the memory of hey, this person used to be good at wrestling. All right. All right. So for the Royal Rumble matches, we're going top down. So the men's Royal Rumble, who do you think will and should? Oh. It could be because I haven't followed as much, nearly as much as I should be. The I pandemic just, also has put a right because you don't have somebody who you don't have somebody who you can you know get white hot over with the fans now. I, I have no idea. The only thing that I can think of that makes a good amount of sense is Biggie. That's the only one. That's it. I agree. 
the only the only thing that I can point to and go now again, like I said, I said this about ten minutes ago or twenty minutes ago. If you would have been building retribution this entire time, like you should have been, then it would be Mustafa Ali. Then it would be Mustafa Ali or Big E. Or just Mustafa Ali, you know what I mean? Or or whatever, you know. Um or maybe if the Hurt Business didn't take a sudden nosedive, it'd be Bobby Lashley. Like, I I, I think Lashley is a scenario, but they're starting to act like they want to do something different or maybe even break up the Hurt Business, so it's not going to... They're not going to do that. I, just, I, I have no idea. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what their plan is. A, to me, a scary plan would have to be Edge. Or... A legend or something. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the only thing I can think of, unless it's just something completely stupid. So, I'm gonna say Big E will and should, because I feel like this is a really cut-and-dry Royal Rumble. You gonna have Kane win? Because he'll probably be back. He is for all of them. Or Big Show. Maybe I... By the way... Um, a side prop bet, if you will, a prop pick. Ric Flair enters the Rumble, yes or no? No. No? Mm. I think he does. You want to know why? Because he's already there. But I think he's, like, forbidden from getting physical. I don't think he gets physical. I think he gets in the ring and, like, gets thrown out immediately by some I think people that, and I think they that die. Counts as, I think that counts as physical. <laughs> no, it does, but I'm saying he gets... Gently ejected out of the ring by some heel who immediately dies from everybody else in the ring beating the crap out of him. You could use it to get heat on somebody and make, and you would have other people already on the floor to make sure they can get a hold of Rick and make sure he's all right. But if, if you did it, but again, they probably will, they probably not. I think Adam Pierce shows up because I like, they can't do the legends thing because they're the people aren't there and they'll need to have because of the pandemic they'll need to do it with people who aren't are, you know, who are already there you know what i mean i mean they they probably will but not necessarily probably doesn't mean they not necessarily should but you know also i am kind of scared that they're going to try a cinematic version of the rumble they might which would just be awful um so, yeah, I, I guess it's got to be Big E. Can you think of any, not even what your pick is, can you think of anyone else? I mean, I can't think of anything, but, you know, Rumble is also used to make people, so, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't mind having, you know, like a Cesaro win. or. But, you, but you, I, to me, you need a small, you need them to already be doing a small thing to put them in a position to take the built correctly. Well, Cesaro's already doing stuff, you know, with the so, build type of thing, so... Um, let's see, who's... Okay, here's your announced as of, as of last show, um, here is your announced... By the way, I think it's just SmackDown and Raw. Here is your Probably announced is the folk. Pandemic. Here is your announced folk. Daniel Bryan. I really don't think they would do that. Bobby Lashley. I don't think so. AJ Styles? Maybe. No. Randy Orton? No. Otis? Well, 
They, they could, already gave him but... a title shot, blew it the first time. So why the hell would they do it again? The Miz? No. What, that would be a scary. What, that would be the scary. What if the, the what if the scary thing is, the Miz wins the Rumble and he gets to face both champions? Oh God, that would be terrible. That could be the scary. Jey Uso, no. Cesaro, unless they're going to do something random like you were kind of saying. Well, they've no. kind of been building up stuff. Jeff Hardy, no. Um, Sami Zayn? No. By the way, I'm sad that Kofi served because we can't have the obligatory, oh dear God, how Kofi Kingston's the most athletic human on earth spot well, this year. Well, we have John Morrison and and potentially Naomi and maybe even Casey Catanzaro to fill in that spot. Yeah, but it's not the same as... as with but also, keep in mind that if this is more of a cinematic, it won't be as impressive. No, but I, I wished. I sound like... Because I don't like dumb things in wrestling, but the, the Kofi does a ridiculous headstand to stay in the match is awesome because it gets around the rules and it's really freaking cool. Um, so, all right. Uh, no. Dolph Ziggler? No. Shinsuke Nakamura? Maybe. But no. Unless you're gonna, he's gonna stop punching people in the wang. Well, he's already matches. stopped that. Okay, well then maybe Shinsuke wins and doesn't punch somebody in the newts. But do you want to see Shinsuke and Roman Reigns? I wouldn't be upset. But it's going to be a bad match because Roman's going to beat him up the whole time. Uh, uh, do. You... I don't think he would beat. I don't think he'd beat Drew McIntyre. I don't know who Shinsuke'd beat. Mm-hmm. To me, if you wanted to do Shinsuke and you wanted to do a great Shinsuke match right, then you need to get a belt on AJ somehow. And I don't know how in the hell you do that, because I think for a Shinsuke match to be great, you need to get somebody who can bump around like a crazy person and work a somewhat a. A, an Americanized version of a Shinsuke New Japan match. Who knows how to work Shinsuke New Japan matches? AJ. Uh, Zaro probably could too, but he won't have a title. Um, and Dol- and uh, Dolph kind of did the same thing really early on with Shinsuke. But I don't think that, you know, you're not going to have any of those people with titles. So I think Shinsuke's a no. Big E is the only person. Then there's John Morrison, no. Sheamus, no. Mustafa Ali, I mean, you could if you didn't have Retribution suck giant chunks for six months. And Edge, God, no. Also, by the way, here they have Edge marked as a free agent. I thought he was signed to Raw. No, he was hurt during the draft. Oh, so he didn't technically get drafted? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, God. That means she could face either champion with no repercussion. I mean, technically, you can do that anyway, but... Yeah, but you wouldn't have any storylines to end, or... Oh, no. Um, I love Edge. I, I His return as a Rumble is my favorite Royal Mumble... Rum- my favorite Royal Rumble moment ever. One of my favorite moments of last year when I remembered that it happened last year because, you know, remembering things from January and December is a long time. Um, 
I I have watched that pop that he got from the crowd over and over and over. The only thing even close is a a Steve Austin return or the Cena return like six months early from was it knee surgery? The Becky Lynch pop was pretty big too. Probably. Yeah, the Becky Lynch one was was big. Um but yeah, Edge was unbelievable. Um yeah, so that's your entrance. I mean, I, I said Biggie will and should. I'll quit beating around the bush. Evan, where are you at? Uh, I think Biggie should, but I'm not convinced that he will. And I, you know, fear that. But then who's like, the will? I have no idea. I'm thinking maybe, I don't, I don't know. Maybe uh, Edge. I don't know. But but that's my thing. That's my thing with the will and should. I don't know that they'll do it right and do Biggie either. But I don't know who you do. You have no one ready. I mean, then there's also potential, you know, Brock Lesnar, and we can get a Roman Reigns block Brock Lesnar match oh. for the for uh, Paul Heyman on a pull match. <laughs> uh, I don't think that would be a good idea because you know Paul Heyman with Roman Reigns has been working. Right. I don't want to put a put a put a wrench in that yet. Um. All right, women's match. Here's your announced entrance. As of today, 12 have been announced. Nia, Charlotte, Bianca, Bailey, Mandy, Dana, Peyton, Alexa, Shayna, Liv, Morgan, Ruby, Riot, and Tamina. I guess it's Shayna. Who else is it going to be? Bianca's already, like, already got her path. Unless, and, um, unless... And and um, I'm kind of surprised that match isn't um, here on the uh, well. I well then again, I guess Bailey's in the Rumble, but um, I don't know. I mean, I mean, Bailey and and Bianca already have a match, so I I don't see why it's Bianca. Um, I mean, I mean, I, yeah, like I can see winner, it because it'll be a good title like route you... before the title match. Yeah, but the the winner of Bianca Bailey is gonna go face Banks, right? Maybe. I mean, so I see mean, to she's me still doing stuff with Carmella. So to me, the winner of this of the Rumble match is whoever's gonna go face off the Raw champion, because I think uh, either Belair or Bailey is going to who or is who is going to face <laughs> the SmackDown champion. So. It, if it's the Raw one, then it either needs to be somebody from SmackDown who needs to go over, um, and you're kind of blocked in, so you switch them to Raw, or it needs to be somebody from Raw. And There's only nobody I, you can send over to Raw. Raw's pretty stacked. Well, here's your Raw participants. Jax, Flair, Rose, Brooke, Royce, Bliss, and Baszler. I don't think Alexa needs it because Alexa is already in the position to face Asuka, and I think Alexa is going to win the title from Asuka next chance. So, which would be a mistake because I don't think she needs it. But. No, she doesn't. But the fiend character Asuka would be the one per uh, Alexa rather would be the thing that would make sense. I think the biggest mistake they can make in this rumble is Alexa ever turning into the fiend character, uh, the fiendish Alexa character, and I feel two ways about that because I, in on the one hand, I feel about that 
the same way that I feel about Demon King Finn Balor. If you're going to be in the Rumble or a title match, why the hell wouldn't you become, you know, why wouldn't, why the hell wouldn't you become the prince? Why the hell wouldn't you do that if you wanted to win this big match? But at the same time, I think you have to keep Alexa out of that in order to protect Alexa and, and protect that character because I don't think an elimination would be good for it. Because to me, you're still in the beginning stages. You're not at a point where you could do a five-person elimination and kind of be okay because of the way Alexa's been fighting everything off. She hasn't gotten a challenge yet, and I think that that first challenge needs to be one-on-one. Um, like the, the Rumble elimination could be a chink in the armor as lead-up to somebody overcoming her, but they haven't started with the armor yet. Um like they haven't had somebody get in get in good offense or anything you know what i mean like they just they haven't even started with the armor um she it hasn't been around round long enough so i don't see i think this is like regular alexa this is like kid alexa and i don't see why alexa wins um i kind of don't know why nikki's not here is nikki hurt no she's on main event oh well, that'd be why. Um, and by the way, another good example of Jesus, why do you screw up? You know, why are you screwing up so much of it? So much of the talent you get from NXT so badly. Um, the problem is, main event shouldn't be a bad thing. It's just they don't promote it. Well, you got to put it somewhere. Yeah, you got to promote it. Right. That's why. On, that's why the. If it was on TV or you ever heard of it. Yeah, because there's some. They haven't said. I didn't know main event was still a thing. Yeah, I forgot. Like every time somebody says something about main event, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I didn't know that was still around. Because they never tell anybody it's there. Is it even on the net? Like, where is it? Is it it's on the, on network? the network? I think it's on the network. We yeah, we don't even know where it is. Well, there was some international like problems, like once you know with the with rights or whatever. But I think that because it used to main event like they were when they started to really promote main event and actually have it live a live show, mm-hmm. then they couldn't they stopped doing that because there was some international problems or whatever. But that was years ago. See, the main event I remember from years ago was on a different station, and that was that was one of them with my basic cable package that I could watch, and it was actually kind of fun because you would have, like, a promo or a match or whatever, and then you would have, like, packages talking about who a person was, and then you'd have, like, a 20-minute match, and then the show was over. It was a nice little place to establish somebody to start out. It was a nice little thing, but now it's nothing. And they and they don't even tell you what it is. Yeah. Maybe when Peacock gets it, they'll be better with the... Uh, with the... Uh, <clears throat> when Peacock after- gets it, does that go on sci-fi? Or, you know, does that go on an NBC network? The nah, it'll probably stay... I mean, unless if they start marketing it better now, perhaps, but until then. But that's what I mean. Will they actually market it? 
Probably not. You know, like uh, if if you got NBC and maybe somebody from NBC could be like, hey, listen, you know, you've got this other thing. You've got this other entity that you're not promoting. Why not? And then maybe they can realize, oh, yeah, we haven't said anything about this in months. Maybe we heck, should. In years, heck, maybe we should. Heck, get, Fox should get in there and say, hey, why, why don't we got a spot on FS1? You can put it on there. Like, put main event on FS1. That way Fox has a little bit more leverage on WWE products. Yeah, there you go. And, by the way, you know what else really sucks about NBC getting this? You know what really pisses me off? You don't have the money to keep an NBC ascent around, but you got the money to pay WWE a billion dollars? Are you serious? They have the money. They just are changing. I think they want to do it more on the stream, but it's still stupid. Yeah, like I said, we talked about that a lot because there's so many sports. You so cancel many an random- entire network. You screw over the NHL playoffs. You screw over Premier League Soccer in America, which I know isn't a big deal to me, but I know that's a big deal to plenty of people. Also, you know, the National Women's Hockey League uh, Championship or tournament or whatever is going to be on in, in NBCSN. There's so many small things in NBCSN that need that viewership so desperately. Yeah. Like, like I said, like I aren't on TV anymore. Yeah. When we were talking about like I gave you like the schedule of what was going to be on NBCSN that night or whatever, yeah. you know, it was, and it was like a, a college season is how you see some of this stuff. It was like a, a co- college college hockey, like Michigan versus somebody, like Michigan versus Minnesota or something. Um, and then they had like sailing or whatever. And I think I've seen yachting on there before. And where is half the Olympics going to go? The Olympics hasn't been on NBC for years. Uh, well, you've uh, had the prime Olympics time is always on NBC. No, you've had the primetime recap, but the actual events have been on NBCSN or NBC Olympics for years. Yeah, most of them have been on other channels. Yes, for like the last like three Olympics. If you want to watch, if I get home and I want to actually they have watch, like they Michael have like Phelps a swim. morning, they have like a morning block and a night block type thing. Well, yeah, they have a morning recap of what happened. I think that's football. also by design because I think most of the more important events they want to save for primetime anyway. And then they have it. Well, no, but here's the thing. Here's what I'm saying. Go what when when you watch Olympic coverage in 2029 or whenever the next one winds up being due to the pandemic. When you watch the Olympic coverage, all that stuff you see in prime time. Now, yes, there are some events that take place during prime time that they show you, and it's usually gold medal stuff. Mm-hmm. But or things that the U.S. is most likely going to win. Right, but if you go look and you look at the prime time coverage. It's like, all right, well, here's Sean White winning a snowboard, or here's Sean White's qualifying run. You could have already watched that six hours earlier if you watched the live feed on NBCSN or but, on NBC's website or the Olympics. Ch- that, the that, Olympics that's also a time have, zone thing. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like the primetime thing has been there, but that's a lot of stuff that's already happened. But I want to watch this stuff as it happens, so I watch NBCSN. Now I don't have that anymore, and I hate that. So, like, when uh, the Olympics were in the, – the Olympics we watched at school was, like, in – it was in South Korea, right? Uh, yes. So, they had – so, like, the stuff we watched during 
the day was stuff that was live, mm-hmm. um, but it was at night because it's you know farther away. I, and I think I think one morning I got up in the middle of the night to watch the U.S. Uh, hockey. I watched team. U.S. Canada uh, women's hockey hockey. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You watched the women's one, and that was at on like late four at o'clock night. in the morning. And I watched the men's one at like seven a.m. the next day. But yeah, you could do that. But now, where where is it going to go? I mean, they still have other channels. I mean, tennis tennis has their own channel. Um, I think. Yeah, but think- here's the thing: those are so far up on on cable and satellite. You're not going to have any TV. You're, I mean, it's going to have to be all streaming. I mean, there's nowhere else to go. Here's the thing, though. I don't think th- I think the Olympics will be over by the time this goes into effect. So, the, the, I mean, I think the winter one's coming up relatively soon, so they need to worry about it fast. But well, no, that's what I'm saying is you cancel the summer ones for this time through. You have the winter ones. The 22 is next, but I'm saying well, they have the summer ones this year. So no, they canceled them. 2021, they moved it. No, right, but no, they canceled it again. When? Uh, like a couple weeks ago. Are you sure? Yes, there's no Olympics at all this year. I'm disappointed. Look it up. I'm looking it up. When I work with NBC, I'm surprised I didn't hear that. Yeah, we aired it on uh, on SBT. But anyway, since there's so many smaller things, the wrestling side of this, since there's so many smaller things... And that yes. also, it also a costs. great place for main event would have been NBCSN. I think that is disappointing because the Olympics are awesome, and it's like the only time where, like, you know, the world comes together type thing. Well, it's a pandemic, so the world shouldn't come together. So, uh, and and Japan would have put on a great show. Yeah, they would have. Like so, but I, I think guess... they'll still. I think Tokyo will still have whenever the next Summer Games are. Um, their their next available city is twenty thirty two. Well, no, but I think they'll do them in twenty twenty three if they can do them in twenty twenty three. I think there's, I think you know, there's or only... honestly, I think that they might do what they did a very long time ago and do both in the same year. They might, but Tokyo spent billions and billions and billions of dollars preparing for that. Yeah. They are not going to just not let that happen. Because getting the Olympics is already an economic economic death sentence as is. I they are not gonna give up the short term payoff. I mean I don't think Japan would have that much problem. I don't think Japan is I don't think Japan is stupid. Yeah, well, you know what well then again I didn't think, you know, look at look at all the stuff in Montreal. I mean, Brazil is stupid, but so that's not a surprise that that turn that the the World Cup there turned to crap. But go look at what happens to Olympic venues after the Olympics. <clears throat> it's why I've been saying for several years now that whole nations need to host the Olympics, and you should be going between the United States, Russia, Europe. Or maybe the UK could do it. I think the UK would have enough. UK, 
Canada. Like, you, you know, you need to be going between nations and you need to have a lot more U.S. hosted Olympics. Because if you want a summer climate, you have that. If you want a winter climate, you have that. You have every stadium you could ever think of at somewhere in that country. And it's world class. The Russians could probably do that too, I think. I, China maybe could. But there's the whole... China, media China's thing. the next uh, Winter Olympics, I think. Yeah. Which is fine. I think China's another one that could host. I don't I don't know if Japan could. But anyway, I think it needs to be whole nations, Japan, not cities. Japan could. It, but you know, yeah, it, it looks like they are... Um, yeah, I think, you know, based on laws and rules of the Olympics, I think that because the next available is 2032, I think I, I think they'll give it to them for 2032. I think they should. Well, no, I think they should do it a hell of a lot sooner. I think well, they should. Like, like I said, I think there's rules and regulations where. Well, yeah, but I think they should make up these Olympics in 22 or 23 and give it to them then. Um, but, but yeah, but that, that the Tokyo Olympics would have been really cool. Yeah. And it's very disappointing, and especially you know, somebody that I mean, got probably got more opportunities, you know, because I. What's your affiliate? I know I'm NBC, ABC. What's your affiliate? Uh, CBS, Fox. Okay, because like that would uh, I mean, you guys get the get the Super Bowl this year, but uh, mm-hmm. CBS is Super Bowl. Yeah. But um, but I mean, I mean, I mean, that still would have been news stories, you know. We still yeah. Would have and I and, and I would have immediately gotten home from work and started watching the Olympics. Yeah. Like like I did when I was in school. Mm-hmm. You get home from school and you start watching the Olympics. Yeah. You get home all from day, class and you start right. It's like it's like the first day, it's like the first two days of March Madness, not the play-in games, the actual ones. It's like the first weekend of March Madness, but for like two weeks. Where it's like, hey, I'm home. Okay, I'm going to the television and watching the Olympics for the next seven hours. Bye. It's great. I love it. And I'm upset I don't get it. And now I'm upset because now I can't sit in front of the TV for seven hours and watch the Olympics. Unless NBC is just going to go, hey, daily TV, yes, screw you. Olympics is here, which they should anyway, but I don't think they will. Anyway, we got off track. Yeah. Uh, so Paris gets 2024. These are okay. summer, by the way. Los Angeles, 2028. They have no way for 2032. So that would... Again, I think they'll make it up in 23. Um, or 22. Um, 2024 in Paris should be interesting. Because Paris is also kind of... Because France is oh, also kind Paris of a mess. I bet. Paris no. is Paris. No, France would be summer. No, it, no, it's 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 summer. Yeah. Oh, I um, clicked on the wrong page. That's <clears throat> no it, France. Beijing, France. Italy, for the next two Winter Olympics. Oh, they're gonna ooh the next the Winter Olympics after Beijing is in the Alps. That'd be cool. It's in Milan and Cort, Cortina. I don't know how close that is to the Alps, but oh, oh. yep, it's near the Alps. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would that'll be cool. Um, at least it's not in Qatar. Looking at you, World Cup. Um, 
but but yeah, but anyway. Um, yeah. So who are you picks for the Rumble? Oh, we didn't even do that. We've just been rambling about the Olympics for 20 minutes for no reason. Uh, we were talking about main event because you were talking about Nikki Cross and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, are we, are we much too far for Becky? I do mean, we it's... have months... How many months... I mean, if she... We don't know if she wants to come back. But let's say she I wanted she to, come back. to come back. Are, well, I think too she... far away. Depending on how... Seth's not even back yet. Yeah. Or that could be why Becky came back. Um, how old is the kid? I mean, it should be coming out to like a month or so. Oh, the wait. The kid's only a month old? I think so. Okay, never mind. Way too soon. I mean... I mean, I know it's completely different, but, you know, like, I had a teacher that came back after, a month after she, she gave birth, but... Well, um, our EP think, had think, a kid in November and just came back. Who? The e, the morning EP at SBT had a kid. Like, three... No, it's like... It's been, like... I think the kid is, like, three months old. Hey, that's another thing, by the way, while we're doing all this healthcare legislation in America... He, You've been better at get better at parental leave. Jesus Christ. I will say this. I do appreciate because especially like I say that, um, like give uh, the option should be there, of course. But I, I, I like it when people come back to work, especially because uh, we had a Spanish teacher, you know, that had a baby. And so somebody taught us, you know, for a month. She came back, you know, after a month and. um. She had to reteach us everything. And everything you learned was, yeah. Because it, <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah, I've had that before. So that, that's like, why hey, I, I... Sub's I, here for a month. Everything, everything's bad. Everything is wrong. And then the real teacher comes back and is like, oh, did you guys learn nothing? And we're like, no. No, we admitted we learned nothing because, I mean, she was the old Spanish teacher, but just her teaching was different. The way she taught. Hmm. I think she thought we knew more than we... Did or something? I don't know. But yeah. anyway, okay. So it is much too soon for Becky to come back. Um, uh, she had her kid December fourth. Okay, yeah, way too soon. Keep in um, mind that she that her that she was like doing exercising and stuff before. Uh, even well, before. no, but I mean, but I so mean, a month and a half her, old is too soon for the kid. Her, oh yeah, I was saying her her turnaround will be much quicker than a lot of people. Yeah, her get back into wrestling shape is probably going to be is probably going to be sooner, yeah. But um no, I in, in my opinion I, I don't think she would be back just a month and a half after. Um Okay, so no Becky. I think I'm going to walk out onto a limb and say they say on main event that um, or they say on SmackDown that Nikki Cross is going to be in the Rumble. Nikki Cross wins the Rumble. Alexa takes the title from Asuka at what the hell is the next pay per view? Um, Elimination Chamber, probably. Asuka or Alexa will take the title from Asuka at Elimination Chamber, and then Nikki and Alexa will be WrestleMania, your um, main event. Or not main event, um, your women's title match. Yeah, but then there's like a lot of problems with it. I don't know. Uh, so like is i'm just saying that because you know they're supposed to be faces and like really they should 
be together. Like the, the they were both in the wrong type thing with this whole story. It's just like you're gonna have to do flips to make this make sense. All right, well then it's Charlotte. You have Charlotte win two years in a row. Yeah. I, what else are you gonna do? That, I don't know. That, that's how we got to the whole Nikki Olympics thing. What the hell are you going to do? So if it's not if if you if they and you you know like if if you're out on Nikki or something like that, then I guess it's Charlotte Flair. I mean, I thought you said Shayna, but yeah, uh, yeah. But remember, we have Shayna winning the tag titles. So how are you going to get out of that mess? Well, hopefully, you know, they're just the trans transition champion for when a real tag team gets <clears throat> the titles. If Shayna was not in the Naya mess, I would say it's Shayna. But... I've been waiting for Shayna to get out of the Naya mess forever, and they won't do it. So, I can't do, I don't want to do Shayna or Naya. Um, and like I said, I think Bianca Belair already has her path to her title match. Well, or, yeah, or, I was sick of that, but what if the, because usually the opposite of, so, like, if Raw wins the Royal Rumble, then the Elimination Chamber will be the number one contender for the next one. So, what if SmackDown gets the uh, Elimination? I feel like Bianca Belair winning the Royal Rumble is better than her winning the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like I said, there's so many things they need to fix. Like, I mean, I wouldn't mind Lacey Evans winning, but she needs to get get off this character. No, she needs to get no, no, no. I refuse. <laughs> I I refuse, Lacey Evans. Not my hashtag. Not my Rumble winner. I refuse. Like I said, if she wasn't what the character she is now, it'd be fine. Like if they stopped. Like if she was back to either. If she was feuding with Charlotte Flair, and this Rick thing wasn't involved. And she won the Rumble, and Charlotte was in the Elimination Chamber. You could totally do that, and I might even be okay with it. But no. No, 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 no. Yeah, they need to put Lacey Evans back uh, back um, to original character. And just get her away from Rick. Yeah, because it's so frustrating, because she has a Stop she it. has both Stop a, it. Heel, a major heel and a major babyface character. But they're not using it. <laughs> right. If you want her to be a face, you just wave the flag around. And problem solved. Yeah. Um, so uh, we need to, uh, like I said, there's so many different predators. Uh, uh, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to say uh, Bianca should and uh Shayna will right. I'd be okay with both of those I mean there's so many other factors so many potential returns and stuff and we don't even know if NXT is involved at all so but I just feel like it's going to be Charlotte because at this point Charlotte is what um by like Charlotte is just kind of 
what like okay like it's mania time we need a, a big star again we can't build anybody up we need a big star um like they they grab the rock or bill goldberg or brock lesnar you know whatever like all right mania time we need a big star guys oh okay uh goldberg's in the door now it's charlotte is like that with the women now all right big star time here's charlotte here's uh here's one here's a ton of charlotte out of nowhere you know what i mean Like, am I the only one getting the feeling that's kind of how they do that? Like, they kind of do that with Charlotte now? I'm not saying she's not there the rest of the year. I'm just saying that's kind of like the, the clout she has. Or at least they feel the clout she has. Yeah, it has the moments. So so what are your choices? Um, well, I said I'm just going to go out on a limb and say Nikki will and should. All right. And then the Luna Nikki and Alexa. All right. Um, yeah. Um, needless to say, I mean, low expectations, you know, sometimes yes, leads very. to wonderful pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, but my expectations, you know, I'm honestly, like, I mean, I'll watch it, but I'm not, like, overly looking forward to it. Like, it oh, might I'm end up being background. So. Yeah. I have expectations for, I have expectations for good things out of Reigns and Kevin Owens. I, just I have like, no expectations of anything good coming from Drew McIntyre and Bill Goldberg. I just feel like all the potential None. matches you can have at WrestleMania are too scrambled up right now, where you, where you have to you have so many things that have to happen before they becomes like. I mean, I can see for, it, for the I women can, or for both. For both, kind of. I mean, there's always, but but especially for the women, because you can see like, um, you can like you can do a do a. If you're going to do a Charlotte Ripley thing, you know, you have to find a way to Oscar and Charlotte to break up, find a way to end the Charlotte feud, find a way for Charlotte to win the title and find a way for Ripley to get into the match. Well, and yeah. Two. And then how the hell is Rhea going to get in there? Yeah. Um, then, you know, for, um, you know, uh, you know, for, for the Nikki Cross thing, you, you know, you said you have that problem. How do you get her back in there? How do you do that? How do you, Make sense of it, you know, with... And the know. one vessel that you have to do that, scot-free, is the Rumble. Yeah. Um, you also have, you know, uh, and uh, Bianca to uh, Lester extent be like, well, you know, what do you want? Do you want Bianca to have, like, a really good Royal Rumble and win that? Or do you want to have her, like, run like a gauntlet and go um, to uh, face uh, Sasha, you know, and then... You know, you have, you know, and then there's a potential, you know, you know, Becky Lynch probably won't show up, but, you know, that's always a factor. You know, Ronda Rousey's still on contract. You know, Naomi can return. Yeah. Just so much. And that's the other thing you got to think about, too, is if then, if for some reason, um, Becky decides she wants to come back, and she does, it here during the road to WrestleMania, then, then... Probably the raw title. Everything you've done gets fired out the window as fat, like as fast as it can be. Like it flies out the window at the speed of light. Kind of like what they were doing with the Universal Championship until Roman Reigns returned. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, there's just so much, so many factors that can happen. Like I said, like even, even in the men's, like if they were gonna do, like you know, there was like rumors for last year they were gonna do Randy Orton versus Edge, but then you had to figure out how Randy Orton was gonna get the title, and how you know they were doing the Fiend thing. Um, then you would have, you know, even you know, if you want to do the Goldberg Roman Reigns thing again, you have to figure out how to get Goldberg on the other side or whatever. And you know, there's just a lot. I feel like, you know, this is probably like one of the first years where we have like no idea what the WrestleMania is going to look like. Yeah. But again, which which I'm not sure that's a good thing or a bad thing, but. See, here's the thing. I feel like you have the path for SmackDown, right? You have whoever wins the Bailey and Bianca feud faces Sasha. So you have a SmackDown path. So the Rumble needs to decide the Raw path. But if Becky comes back, the Rumble gets fired out the window. Or gets put in as a third in the match to get destroyed. Because, and I guess, actually, this is the other reason that, actually, this is the reason Nikki Cross can't win the Rumble. Because when Becky comes back, it's, that's not going to be Alexa. That has to be Asuka. The 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 um the person that Becky wins the title from when she gets back has to be Asuka. I mean, it could be Shayna also. Oh, or or Baszler, yes, or Baszler. Okay, so then I guess that if we're, well, I should ask this question: Are you say are you thinking that Becky is back before WrestleMania? Uh no. Okay, because I was going to say, if the answer to that question is yes, if, like, in internally, in WWE, if the answer to that question is yes, then there's the reason for Shayna to win it. Because then Becky comes back at, like, somewhere before WrestleMania, and then Shayna's waiting for her. So, but... But again, that hinges on Becky coming back, which I don't think happens either. Yeah. I honestly think her more likely comeback would be after. Yeah. Is that... Cause, Maybe you know, not after Mania. Yeah, you know how they try and do the thing where they get the... They, they try and get a nice, big, fat, chunky boost after Mania? Mm. Well, that would be a big, fat, chunky boost. <laughs> and then some... Um, well, anyway, uh, I need to eat lunch. It's been two and a half hours, and I think that's it for this edition of the Little Marks Love podcast. What do you think, yeah. Evan? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, if you enjoyed this rambling edition of the No Marks Love podcast, go to Facebook, give us a like, go to Anchor, and, and subs- I think you can subscribe. And look out for us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, everywhere you can be. Um, I will be getting a cord. I just ordered it during this show. I will be getting a cord so I can put my blue snowball back in service because I'm sick of headset mic issues. And so um, I will be taping Sports Fixins tomorrow after I get my new cord. Well, cords, uh, I'll get, I'm getting two. They're cheap. Um, getting new cords. I We will record tomorrow on my, uh, hopefully I'll have my snowball back in service by the time we record. And then tomorrow is when you will see when you uh, that will be recorded. Probably put it up either tomorrow or on um, Saturday because I can't edit anymore because I've edited. I have problems with my edit the thing that I use to edit. 
um, that I really need to find a new way to record so that I can edit. But uh, but anyway, other than those issues, so we just kind of put them up clean now. That's you know, there's not really a lot of editing, so I apologize if the first two seconds, last two seconds, is silence um, of those recordings. But anyway, check out the Sports Fixins Facebook.com. Get in the search bar. Search up Sports F I X I N S Fixins and give it a listen. Um, Evan, do you have anything to plug away? Uh, I mean, we should, but uh, I mean, we're kind of running out of time, so I just, you know, want to mention, uh, uh, we have heard more recently from uh, Tega Bump that she's, uh, she, she uh, said that she, they, that she was missing in action whenever on their Facebook page, and um, the, uh, did a survey that was open till January 3rd. We apologize for that, but um, so there should, there should be more stuff coming out soon, so Pay attention to that. Hopefully, when we have more time, we'll be able to plug that a little better. But also, other than that, you know, uh, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask. Yep. And have a good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and a good night. Bye-bye, everybody.